0: You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City.
1: This is Dr. Norris Weir, inviting you to get on board the Caribbean Gospel Train every Saturday night at 8 p.m., on wcno 89.9 fm the caribbean gospel train for the ride of your life hurricane irma ripped through the caribbean destroying some islands with up to 90 percent devastation sustaining 185 mile per hour winds making it a record-breaking hurricane it destroyed homes flooded cities, and killed power to millions of people. Devastating floods affected all of us here in Florida and left many people homeless. We will pray for patience, love, and guidance in this time. In Florida, we're survivors. We will rise up, rebuild, and stand together and become even stronger than we were before. So we're asking you to help us support the hurricane relief effort by texting IRMA to 772-800-2464.
2: Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Care of care of Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla Español.
0: Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Targas, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bongartner takes us on a journey through God's word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8:32 says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you
3: so Jesus takes them up into this upper room and he does something that every Jewish boy had seen all their life. He brings them into the Shabbat or to the Passover meal and he takes the bread which they have seen since the time when Moses was getting the children of Israel out of Egypt when they put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost and they had the first Passover feast. They've watched this year after year after year. He takes this bread and he takes this blood. I mean, the the, the Passover feast was a sign of, of deliverance for the children of Israel from a cruel ruler, a dictator. And how God brought them from a slave master and set them free because they were slaves. So when they celebrate Passover, they're celebrating the fact that they were set free from slavery. Come on, is that right? Amen? Amen. And so now here's Jesus. He's having the Passover feast a day early because he knows what's about to happen to him. He told the disciples, he said, My time has come and he's doing something that they've seen all their life as a remembrance of God's deliverance of the children of Israel up out of Egypt. But now he's delivering the kingdom of the world out of darkness and giving the opportunity for everybody to come into the kingdom of light. Now he's at a last supper holding bread and a glass of wine and he says something that he should have been killed for instantly because every Jewish boy and every Jewish girl knew what Shabbat was. He said, I am the bread. It's my body. It's wine. It's my blood. In other words, I'm your deliverer. Not God in heaven. I'm your deliverer. My body. My blood. He profoundly said to them, and they understood this, I am the Messiah. Messiah. I'm about to enter into my new kingdom. It's coming. Somebody say, it's coming. That was blasphemy. He should have been killed right there. But see, Jesus didn't care about their rules. He committed blasphemy when the, these four crazy friends had a buddy that was a paraplegic, and they were crazy walking down the road because they heard Jesus was in the house. They looked around the house, couldn't get him in the house. All the windows were packed. They said, somebody said, I know what we're going to do. Let's climb up on the roof. We'll drop him through the roof. And four crazy friends who had faith dropped this dude down from the roof. And Jesus looks at him and does not immediately say, get up off your mat. He says to him, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees, who are you to forgive someone's sins? Because, I mean, no, you couldn't forgive nobody's sin unless you was in the temple. Hmm? He had to be a high priest. He had to make sacrifice. He had to put the blood on the altar. But Jesus, who was the blood, yeah. hmm, your sins are forgiven. Who are you to say that? Hmm? Come on, somebody. Help me. Amen. I think that's just cool. Jesus went around breaking all them rules. I just love Jesus. I like being like him because he did all kinds of radical things. Everybody thinks he was some like calm, non-smiling, non-joking around. Jesus is walking around like this solemn all the time. Your sins are forgiven. <laughs> if Jesus is like that in heaven, I don't want to go. I'll tell you right now, because I don't think he was like that. Hmm? I think Jesus was as real as we are. He liked to laugh and have a good time. Mm -mm. and you know what else his kingdom was so opposite Jesus wasn't even good looking matter of fact the Bible says he wasn't no hunk, he wasn't handsome he wasn't nothing that you would look at but he spoke with so much authority that people would look at him and go who is this man he says things I've never heard before it's like my heart is cut when he talks it's amazing to me isn't that amazing goes to Peter and he says, Peter, I'm going to wash your feet. What are you talking about? Wash my feet. You don't want to wash feet. Slaves wash feet, Jesus. You just got through saying you're the Messiah. You just got through saying we're going to conquer Rome. What are you talking about? Wash feet. Never. Never. And Jesus said to Peter, he said, Peter, in my kingdom, in the new kingdom, We wash feet. To be the greatest in my kingdom, you have to become the least. In my kingdom, to become the greatest, you have to serve. Come on, help me somebody, amen? The way you exercise power in my kingdom is you serve. The way you get wealth in my kingdom is you give. The way you overcome in my kingdom is you forgive. Is everybody all right? Come on. And he puts on this towel. He kneels at their feet. He begins to wash their feet. He's washing their feet. Peter said, Lord, Lord, don't do it. He said, Peter, I'm not a way. I'm the way. I'm not just a life. I'm the life. I'm not just some truth. I'm the truth. Peter? Peter? It's going to be all right. Let me wash your feet. And then he told him, he said, and if you see me do this, you need to keep doing it. Come on, it's not a one-time deal. Amen? Amen. And the kingdom of this world, people seek to be served. In the counterculture, the kingdom serves. We serve each other. Come on, somebody. Say, we serve each other. Peter's like, Lord, you can't do this. You can't be a slave. You You got to realize something, man. Washing somebody's feet back then is not like washing somebody's feet today. It's not like going down to the little shop down there by Pet Smarter, wherever it is, and putting your feet up in a little bowl, and all these little women get on your little feet with all these little things, and massage your feet and rub your calves, and you just, whoo, that's just lovely. It wasn't like that. Because back then everybody had sandals. They didn't have boots. If you had you know if you walked in the mud back then, you walked in the mud with sandals. You didn't walk in the mud with boots. Everybody had sandals. And how many know back then they didn't have cars or trucks? Their main mode of transportation was horses and donkeys and camels. Come on somebody. I don't know if you know this, but those are animals, and they don't really go to a restroom when they have to use a restroom. They just walk down the road, and feces just falls out the back of them, and, and, and urine just falls out of their belly up and down the street all day. So you have to understand that when the disciples walked through these dusty streets of Jerusalem every day, they were stepping in a bunch of crap all the time. They were stepping in a bunch of urine all the time. It was stinky, and it was smelly. So when you came into a house, your feet were really disgusting, and your sandals were disgusting. Your feet didn't smell because of bad foot odor. It smelled because of something else. Do I need to make that any plainer? Hmm? Jesus said this. He said, I'm going to teach my people my kingdom. That's the way my kingdom emerges in the earth. That's the way my kingdom comes. It comes through being a servant. Hmm? He said, I'm looking for a group of people in the world today that will touch the dirty places of society, that ain't afraid to go out in the streets, that ain't afraid to preach the word, that ain't afraid to go on a mission trip and, and help somebody that ain't even got a house to live in and help somebody get some food and bring somebody some water. I'm looking for somebody that ain't afraid of addiction and ain't afraid of pain and ain't afraid of what this calls. I'm looking for somebody that won't shut up, back up, and be quiet. Gonna reach down and wash the filth off of this culture and give somebody a little bit of hope. Praise the Lord. I wonder if I got anybody in truth church today that says I want to be a part of a counterculture kingdom. A kingdom that has no end. Praise the Lord. Come on, are you getting this? Touch somebody and say, we gotta wash some feet. I'm looking for some people that ain't intimidated by this culture. Not intimidated by universities and colleges that, that preach progressivism every day and, and, and come against the Christians and come against God and come against Jesus. Somebody that'll stand up and declare the word of the Lord. I wonder if we got any warriors in the house today. I got about 10 of you trying to be a warrior. Come on, somebody. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to pulling down strongholds. Casting down every high imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Every thought, every deed of this culture that is bent on your destruction, that is bent on changing the way you think. God has given you authority and power to overcome it. Hmm. We're going to wash the filth off of this world. Hmm. Come on. Praise the Lord. I feel good. He takes the basin, the water bowl. And he dips his hand in the water bowl and he begins to wash the filth off of their feet. All the power in the kingdom comes from the basin. You want to move into the things that God has for your destiny? You better learn how to operate out of the basin. You want to be lifted up, you better learn how to get down. Hmm? You want to understand what it really means to be prosperous in this kingdom that we're talking about? You're going to have to lay your life down.
1: Hurricane Irma ripped through the Caribbean, destroying some islands with up to 90% devastation, sustaining 185 mile-per-hour winds, making it a record-breaking hurricane. It destroyed homes, homes, flooded cities, and killed power to millions of people. Devastating floods affected all of us here in Florida and left many people homeless. We will pray for patience, love, and guidance in this time. In Florida, we're survivors. We will rise up, rebuild, and stand together and become even stronger than we were before. So we're asking you to help us support the hurricane relief effort by texting IRMA to 772-800-2464.
3: Jesus said this, he was walking one time with the disciples. And he said to his disciples, You're gonna be one of mine? You're going to have to take up your cross and follow me. When he said that, he had not yet taken up his cross. Now think about this. It was a common day occurrence for r- crucifixions to take place in Jerusalem. It was commonplace. For somebody that was found guilty of a crime that was going to be crucified, for them to carry their burden or their cross to the place of their crucifixion. Yes. We saw this every day. Jesus, in the presence of his disciples, told them, the staying this kingdom that we're talking about, it's going to require some sacrifice. You can't be selfish. It can't be all about you. You're going to have to pick up your cross and carry it. See, the cross is a picture of the journey that we're all on to giving our life away. I mean, ain't nobody carrying a cross that's planning on giving their life away. Come on. You see people walking around, they're not carrying a cross. It means they have no intention of giving their life away. But when you come across people that are in love with Jesus and you see them carrying the burdens of their friends. Carrying the burdens of their community. Carrying the burdens of strangers. Carrying that cross. It's a sign to the unbeliever that they are prepared to give their life away. Mm -hmm. But don't get me wrong, man. It's. Doesn't mean you have to go through life and be a victim. You go through life victorious. It's not slugfest. Because in the counterculture kingdom, we're mighty. Faith moves mountains. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, He has faith to level mountains and to make low places level. How I many know if there's level mountains and low places are level, then you just, you don't have mountains and low places anymore. You just have level land. And the counterculture of the kingdom, man, everything is balanced out with God's goodness. So we give our life away, but by the, by the fact that we give our life away, we are empowered to live a place of victory. By giving our life away, we move into the place of Blessing. By giving our life away, we move into the place of prosperity. And he didn't just leave us to fight battles empty-handed. He gave us weapons. Somebody say, he gave me a weapon. Mm. He gave us weapons. I, You know, <laughs> when I was in the Navy, man, I mean, you did the F word in the Navy. It had like 20,000 different definitions to it. Everywhere you go today, man, it's just like commonplace. You can't even walk into a to walmart without hearing somebody drop an f-bomb yeah. come on amen you can't it's just like commonplace I, god gave you a weapon that is so much more powerful than an f-bomb you know what it is it's a j-bomb j-bomb somebody shout j-bomb it's the name of jesus That means that no matter where you go on this journey, no matter what you encounter, you have the authority of the name of Jesus operating in your life. That means that no matter what you come across, you can just drop a J-bomb on it. I don't care if it's come and it's come to set you apart or take you down or take you out. You can just look at it and say, in Jesus' name. I just dropped a J-bomb on you. Come on, somebody. I think sometimes we get so intimidated by the enemy of our life that we get tricked into keeping our mouth shut because he knows if he can get you to keep your mouth shut then he can get one up on you but when you learn how to open your mouth and speak the word of somebody come on somebody and learn how to speak the word of God the J drop a J bomb in the middle of your situation all of a sudden you have removed yourself from the circumstances of your life and you have brought him into the middle of whatever it is you're dealing with and let me tell you something he's got all authority all power everything to handle anything you got the next time you get mad at somebody, just drop a J-bomb on them Jesus Hmm? that's a good weapon, somebody say that's a good weapon that's another weapon you know what another weapon is? it's called the word of God somebody shout the word of God See, y'all, we, we, just, we don't know the word anymore we just hear the word every now and then but I'm going to tell you right now you need to know the word of God you need to get the word of God in your heart You know, come on somebody because when everything's coming against you and, and it looks like all hell's broke loose and all of a sudden you're looking down at the ground you can't get your head up and, and, and you don't know what to do then all of a sudden the word of God can come in your life and you say oh no I ain't got to keep my head down here he's the glory and the lifter of my head come on somebody and and the devil said well you ain't got nothing and then the word of god can just come alive and you say well he'll supply all my needs according to his riches and glory praise the lord you ain't never gonna do that you won't never amount to anything you can't get there you can't go there i can i can do all things through christ who gives me strength you might not think i can you might think you've got me caught but i got some word on the inside of me that says i can do all things See, i think we got too many i can't christians in the bible in the world today we got too many people say, I can't do it. I can't love them. I can't forgive them. I can't go there. I can't let it go. It hurts too much. You can. Somebody shout, I can. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Praise the Lord. See, we got to get the word to come alive. That's another way. Somebody say, get a weapon. See, I got the name of Jesus. I got the word of God. You know what else you got? We were doing it earlier. The power of praise. Oh! Oh! See, when you can learn how to praise on your worst days, that's a weapon of warfare that'll do the enemy in. Because the devil don't understand it. Your friends don't understand it. Your family that ain't saved don't understand it. When all hell done broke loose in your life and the doctor called you and said, it ain't looking good, honey. And then we got to do this to you. We got to do this to you. You got a 30% chance of survival. and ain't looking good. And the doctor tell you that and all your family go, oh, no, it's terrible. And you say, well, it ain't bothering me. Praise God. Glory to God. I know who I serve, greater than my God. I praise you, Lord, in the midst of my mess. I praise you in the middle of my trial. I'm blessed and i cursed. I'm the healed of the Lord, My stripes I've been healed. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Come on, somebody, I want to praise you. Somebody say, get a weapon. See, God done equipped you on this journey. You got everything you need. To carry your cross, He's greater.
0: Oh, Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available, Find out more at stluciechristian.org.
2: Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla Español.